present episode 15 in the Green Valley Line, the story of a backcountry railroad in the early years of the 20th century. Our story resumes on the day set for the meeting of the shareholders of the Green Valley. President Graham is determined to force the sale of the little railroad to the big opposition company. All the Green Valley folks are against him. It looks like a stormy meeting. In our last episode, Judge Merrick, Bill Reed's uncle, one of the most brilliant attorneys in the country, arrived in Morristown and is pulling for the Green Valley. But only a miracle can prevent the impending sale. What will happen? In the office at Morristown Depot, we find Bill Reed getting ready to attend the meeting. And so you don't want me to know what you and Judge Merrick have arranged. Oh, now, listen, Carrie. All I know is that Uncle Merrick is going to try and upset this move to sell the Green Valley line. Well, I think you might have told me. Well, don't overlook the fact that it's the president of this road that's trying to sell us out. And after all, you're his daughter. So that's it, is it? You don't trust me. You'd think I'd run to father and give you away. I see. Oh, don't be so pinheaded. I'm not being pinheaded. Oh. Haven't I worked my head off this last month? I'm just as loyal to the Green Valley as you are. Father or no father. Are you trying to stage a battle or something? Well, I don't know, Bill, but, but I just feel hurt that, that you don't trust I'm me. I'm sorry. You don't seem to realize that there may be quite a different reason for not telling you. Why, well, what do you mean? Well, see here, Carrie. Uncle Merrick is one of the leading attorneys in this country. Very polished socially and all that. But he's been through the mill. When it comes to a showdown, he's a rough and tumble lawyer. And he's going into that meeting to win if he can. The last thing he said to me were these words. This may be a pretty ugly battle. And you better keep young Carrie out of it. So it was really out of consideration for me? Absolutely. Well, that is a little different. All right, I... Oh, I'm sorry, but... Oh, but Bill... Bill, do you think there's any chance to stop that sale? I don't know, Carrie. You better keep your fingers crossed, and if you know any prayers, you better say them. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Bill. Thanks. Any more unfinished business, Mr. Secretary? Oh, no, that's all, Mr. Graham. All right. Now we come to the business for which this meeting was called. <clears throat> Since I have uh, an important proposal to make, I'm going to vacate the chair. Before doing so, I invite you to name a new chairman. Superintendent of the Green Valley be chairman of this year's meeting. And I'm going to second up our motion. Any other nominations? Very well. Feeling seems to be unanimous. I declare Mr. William Reed duly elected chairman of this meeting. All right, all right. I'm not uh, much of a hand at this kind of a job, but if you'll come to order, we'll get on with the business. Mr. Chairman. Before we get to this here business, I just want to say a word or two. Hey, attaboy, attaboy. All right, all right. Mr. Abe Meadows has the floor. <clears throat> Mr. Chairman Thank and you. neighbors, I reckon we know what this here meeting is for. Hey, it's just a low-down frame-up to steal our railroad away from us. Mr. Chairman, I object to this sort of language. Ah, well, okay then. But I reckon I ain't the only one here as feels that way. Anyhow, what I want to say is that John Graham, the president of this here railroad, up until the time he started this here deal to sell us out, 
We always trusted in him. But now it's different. I tell you, Mr. Chairman, this sort of thing is out of order. You better come to the point, Abe. Sure, sure. I'm coming to that right now. Seeing the way things are going, me and a few more of the stockholders has appointed a lawyer for to speak for us. Why, this is ridiculous. J- just a minute. Have you got any reason for this, Abe? Of course I got a reason. Uh, what is it? President Graham here is a right smart talker. None of us folks here is a match for him. Yeah, and right. so we decided to get us a good attorney for to speak for us. And I'm a telling you, Mr. Graham, we got a darn good one. Yeah. What is this? What is this? Who is this representative? If you'll just keep quiet a minute, I'll tell you. His name is Judge Merrick. What? Sure. In case any of you here don't know him, he's a member of the firm of Merrick, Dean, and Rothwell, New York City. He's the consultant attorney to some of the biggest railroads in the country. He's waiting right outside the door. Open that door, Hiram. Sure, sure. Come in, Judge. Thank you. Have you any objection to this proposal, Mr. Graham? Well, uh, no, I... Uh, it, it's quite in order, of course, but I'm, well, just a little surprised that an eminent man such as Judge Merrick should, well, associate himself with such as this, and, and I... I'm going to be surprised a whole lot more before he gets through. <laughs> <laughs> order, order, please. Judge Merrick. You have the floor. Give it to him, Judge. Mr. Chairman, I have very little to say at this juncture. I note that the President is surprised at my presence here. Well, I was a little surprised myself to receive the very flattering invitation from Mr. Meadows and his friends. But at the same time, Mr. Chairman... I am honored to represent the minority stockholders of the Green Valley Railroad in such a worthy cause. May I suggest on behalf of my clients that uh, you proceed with the business of this meeting. All right, Mr. Graham. Uh, Mr. Chairman and stockholders of the Green Valley Line, in the matter of the sale of this railroad to the C.K. and W. interests, I regret that practically all of my old friends are against such a wise and timely proposal. Shame on you, John Order, order, please. You all know that if this sale goes through, why, each of you will receive C.K. and W. stock of equal value to the sales you now hold. Paint where the written on. Nevertheless... I am here to demand a stock vote on this question. I regret that through the injury to my friend Superintendent Harkness, he cannot be present. Yeah, like fun you do. Without further waste of time, I must inform you that by agreement with my friend Harkness, I hold the right to vote his stock, which gives me control of 51% of the stock in this company. Just a minute, Mr. Chairman. Yes, go ahead, Judge Merrick. Mr. Graham, you have referred to an agreement between you and Mr. Harkness, giving you the right to vote his stock. May I uh, see that agreement? Well, I don't know that I'm bound to produce it except to supervisor of companies. Mr. Chairman, I must advise my clients to press by motion for the production of that agreement. Well, all right then. 
It makes no difference. You can talk all night, but you can't stop this sale. Uh, here, here's the agreement. Ah, thank you. Yes. Know all men by these presents that uh, we, the undersigned, being president and superintendent, respectively, Green Valley. Yes. Yes, well, Mr. Graham, this agreement is quite clear. Anything wrong with it? Oh, nothing whatever. It clearly shows that it was the full intention of Henry Harkness to give you voting power of his stock in case of his illness or injury. And also, it establishes my right to vote this stock in this meeting. Ah, that, Mr. Graham, is quite a different matter. What? Why, what do you mean? Mr. Graham, are you familiar with the bylaws of this railroad? No. Uh, am I familiar with... Say, do you realize that I wrote those bylaws myself? Excellent. Then I don't need to read you Clause 19. Why, no. Something about uh, proxies, isn't it? Exactly, something about proxies. Tell me, Mr. Graham, have you had speech with Mr. Harkness since he was injured? No, of course not. He's been unconscious practically all the time. Quite so. Clause 19 says that no member, shareholder of this company, may vote another man's stock unless he produces a form of proxy properly signed by the owner and dated for the said meeting. Have you got that form and signature? Why, no, of course I haven't. Well, that clause is, oh, it's just a matter of form anyhow. And this is a formal meeting. Graham, your agreement is all right as far as it goes. But without a properly signed authorization on the company's form, you can't vote that stock in this or any other meeting. And your agreement isn't worth a plugged nickel. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Order, order now, please. Just a minute. If you're starting to insist on proxies, let me tell you that not a third of the Green Valley stockholders are present here today. And what of that? Why, I mean that I can outvote this meeting on my own stock alone. I own 25% of the shares myself. So now what? Is, is this uh, correct, uh, Mr. Chairman? Well, I, I really can't say. I guess Mr. Graham's right. You're downright I am. Why, that isn't 15% of the stock against me in this meeting. I guess we'll take that vote. Gosh, turn it just no, when I thought we was a winner. Oh, there goes your old railroad. Oh, my goodness. For heaven's sakes. One moment, one moment, Mr. Chairman. All right, Judge Merrick, go ahead. I wish to ask Mr. Graham a question. Why, certainly, certainly, go ahead. Uh, it won't do you a bit of good. Mr. Graham, are, are you familiar with the laws of this state? Mm, not particularly. I leave that to you, fellow. Thank you. I have in mind a law relating to the sale of corporations. Mm, well, what about it? The law I have in mind forbids the sale of a corporation without the vote of a two-thirds majority of the stock of the company. Under such a law, this meeting can't vote that sale at all. Why, why, why? You don't mean two-thirds of all the stock? Ever hear of that law, Mr. Graham? No, I, I can't say that I ever did. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I protest. I absolutely protest. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, this whole proceeding is ridiculous. This man is wasting time. I advise my clients to move for rejection of this whole proposition. I yes, want to reject the proposal to sell the Green Valley. Oh, darn it, I'm stuck in the motion. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Come on in, Judge. Come on in, Thank Mr. Reed. I've got you. a jug of mighty good liquor around here somewhere. 
Come on in. Sit down. Thanks, thanks, Abram. Gosh, Uncle, I'm mighty glad that meeting's over. I'm pretty scared for a minute or two. Oh, well, well, it's all over, Bill, my boy. Say, Judge, let me shake your hand again, will you? Gosh, you sure fixed that there John Graham good and pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Good job you knowed about that there law. Say, Uncle Merrick, are you sure of that law requiring a two-thirds vote? Graham is going to be looking it up right now. Uh, Don't worry, Bill. The meeting's over without a sale vote. It will take a month to call another meeting. And I guess Harkness will be round uh, by then. As for the law, I don't think Graham will find it. What? You mean to tell me there isn't any such law? Why, you told him there was. William, your memory isn't very accurate. I told him I had such a law in mind. So I had. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Uh, but listen here, Judge. Gosh, Garnet, you told him that uh, that was Not the law. Not on your life, Abraham. I asked him if he'd ever heard of such a law. Oh. He said he hadn't. Yeah. Well, that's natural enough. I never heard of it myself to today. <laughs> very close call for the old Green Valley. Only the wily brain of Judge Merrick saves it from disaster. One more obstacle passed. But there are plenty of rocks ahead. Three weeks are left to find the 150000 due on the mortgages. It will take more than clever talk to meet that payment. Don't miss episode 16 in the Green Valley Line. <laughs> 